Hello everyone, welcome back to Tversky Tuesdays. This is episode 20. We are about to start chapter 7, which is page 57 in our, our book on trying to achieve happiness, happiness in the human spirit. Before I start, I um, would just like to share a word or two about the author of this book, someone that has inspired me and been a pillar in my life and in the world of psychology for and psychiatry for probably over 60 years. Uh, Dr. Rabbi Dr. Abraham J. Torsky, who unfortunately died this week uh, due to COVID-related complications. At least that's what's being reported. He died, I think it was Tuesday, and... Um, he was someone that I got a chance to meet on one occasion, spoke to on the phone twice, and had numerous emails back and forth with him. Um, he was for sure one of, if not my main reason for pursuing a career, uh, a career in psychotherapy um, and trying to balance my own personal beliefs with that of what I'm trained in is something that he was very helpful to. Um, I will never forget the words that he said that were very personal to me, and uh, hopefully this can be in memory of him and can help can help him in the world to come. And we will continue this podcast as something that will help his name live on, as it will for many, many, many years to come. So thank you, Rabbi Doctor Abraham Torsky and family, for everything you've done for us, and uh, hopefully this will be able to continue to help people around the world. So we are here in Chapter 7, the ability to make the most of circumstances. I think the, the saying really is you know, those that are able to take lemons and make lemonade are those that are going to be best off in life, so to speak. So I think that's what we're going to be talking about over here. Being the best that we can be, may vary with time and circumstances. When we're 25, we need to be the best we can at the age 25. But when we're 75, we need to be the best that we can be at age 75. Knowing that Dr. Torsky died in his uh, low 90s, I think this book was originally written, he was close to 75. And uh, knowing him the way I did, I would say that he was probably writing that to himself. But I think that's a message that we can all live by or try to live by, that living to its fullest is different in every situation, every moment. The way I might act on vacation around my structure of my day or how I might eat or drink is going to be different. Or even the way I might dress is going to be very different than I am in middle of February in the Northeast. Every situation is different and every age is different. The way I would act now on vacation might be very different or in everyday life, it might be very, very different than I was when I was in grad school or, or high school even. Every situation is different and we are tasked to just be the best we can be in that moment. Nothing more than that. A new expectation. The, the Talmud relates an enlightening incident. There's a sage, Rabbi Eliezer, fell seriously ill, and several of his disciples visited him. Each one expresses gratitude for the priceless teaching the rabbi had provided, making statements such as, Our master, you have been better for us than the sun and the rain, because the only, they only provide 
us with earthly world, whereas you, Master, have provided us with sustenance until unto eternity. Rabbi Eliezer did not acknowledge any of them. Then one disciple, Rabbi Akiva, said, Suffering too can be precious. At this point, the great sage said, Help me sit up so I can better hear what my dear student Akiva is saying. Why did the sage ignore the other disciples and respond only to this one? As a spiritual person, Rabbi Yezer did not rest on his laurels. He did not focus on the accomplishments of the past. Rather, he was constantly seeking to fulfill himself and to strive and to be more and to be better. The way I was telling a client yesterday is, if a person is trying to gain muscle mass or to even lose weight through, through weights, one of the ways to get uncomfortable is by doing just a little bit more than you're used to. That's where growth comes from, being a little bit uncomfortable, getting a little bit stressed, body stressed and sore is where growth actually comes from. I'm not sure if I if I gave this example over here, but uh, you know something that that comes to mind. Uh, the great and the fast Ricky Henderson, one of the fastest baseball players in history, who also has the most stolen bases in baseball history, was asked once, like, "What do you do? How do you envision when you're trying to get from home plate to first base?" And he said, "I never look at the plate. Said I'm always looking at the spot after the plate." Because when you're going a little bit more, doing a little bit more, then you know that your goal that you're trying to get through, you're going to pass on the way going up with more energy. Not being the end of the energy, but going through it. It's like if a person is studying for a test. And if they say, you know what, I'm just going to study so I can pass. Right? So let's say a passing mark is about a 65. So that means that all they're going to do is study for a 65. That means they have to get 100% right of that test in order to con- to pass. So you have to get a 100% of 65%. As opposed to if you study for an 85 or a 90, and then you get a 65, then you pass. You have to go a little bit more, a little bit out of your comfortability in order to feel or to get to that place where you want. And that's exactly what Rabbi, Rabbi Eliezer is doing, was saying over here. He wanted to do more and to seek fulfillment for himself. And that happened through trying to sit him, himself up while he wasn't feeling well. Therefore, the accolades about his past performance meant little to him. He was concerned about what he could do now, and in the frail condition, he realized he was unable to do anything. The last disciple had reminded him that self-fulfillment is dependent on our capabilities at any given point or time. So every situation, like we're saying, requires something different from us. If you can do a little, but do it wholly, You'll have a better chance of happiness than the person who can do much, but instead does, instead does a little. The happiness that comes with fulfilling ourselves, even if by objective measurements we have done less than a more gifted person, has little to do with comparative measurements. The opposite is true as well. Let's just take a second just to, to look back at that. The happiness that comes from, from fulfilling ourselves that has little to do with comparative measurements. We, we don't compare ourselves to others. But when we self-fulfill for ourselves, that's where happiness comes from. The opposite is true as well. If we have, to, have done more than a less gifted person, but have not done it wholly, we will not be fulfilled. 
I'm reminded of the composer Rossini, whose musical compositions, operas, and, uh, and overtures are enchantingly beautiful. Tradition has it that Rossini stopped composing music at the age of 35, and for the next 41 years of his life, wrote nothing simply because he was lazy. If this is true, then Rossini was grossly unfulfilled, having denied his extraordinary talent. A composer who wrote much less music, but gave fully whatever he had to give, would have been more fulfilled than, than, than Rossini, and much happier. For some reason in my head, what's popping in is the story of Rudy. Highly recommend uh, getting a hold of streaming, downloading, watching the movie Rudy about the Notre Dame player that was gifted but had a heart of gold and was so determined. And he wasn't half as good as anyone else on the team, but his heart and his yearning and his want to do to its fullest showed everyone the, the respect Got, he got him to have respect from everyone and a coach that wanted him on the field. That's what it comes from. When a person does whatever he can do in that situation to the best of his capabilities, if let's say the cup only gets filled 80%, but let's say he really, with that situation, he was only able to do 50%. But look, he overachieved and did 80%. That's amazing. This disciple's words, wise words, to the sage, spoke volumes about finding human happiness, even in the midst of reduced circumstances. During the years that you were capable of teaching, that was your obligation and your assignment in life. And at that point, you're fulfilling yourself by teaching. In your present condition, yes, you're on your deathbed, you are unable to do that. If all you can do now is accept your suffering with equanimity, without anger, and you can do that, then you are doing all you can in this situation. And that is all that can be expected of anyone. And I think that's that's such a wise point that we're going to stop here for today. When a person is able to take a situation and say, hey, I'm doing the best I can, that is really all we can ask for. But we have to be truth and honorful and honor ourselves and be mindful of what we're capable of in that situation. Thank you again for listening to this podcast. If you have any questions or concerns or comments like other people have in the past, please email me at koshercounseling. That's koshercounseling at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from you guys soon.